Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to the Gen Z Girl podcast. My name is Abby Aslan and I am the host. So hey, what is up? This is so crazy to be sitting in front of a microphone recording a podcast for the first time ever. It honestly feels so weird compared to my normal. Um, If you guys just happen to stumble upon this and you have no idea who I am, my name is Abby Aslan, like I said, and this is the Gen Z Girl podcast. I chose this name because I was born in 1998, which puts me in the Generation Z category. I feel like Generation Z people kind of have a pretty bad reputation or everyone just kind of hates on us. But I just kind of wanted to create this podcast for really anyone of any age, gender, whatever, who wants to listen to it um, that feels like they can relate to anything I have to say. But the name just seemed fitting and I wanted to have more of a positive reputation associated with the Generation Z people. So let's get to working on that. So if you also have no idea who I am, once again, I am a YouTuber. I am also a college student at the University of Alabama. Um, I am a senior majoring in accounting and finance and specializing in professional accounting. And I also just added an economics minor because I just, why not? It was easy for me too. So I did. And I'm also an economics TA at my school, which is just like a teacher's assistant. Um, I live with my boyfriend in Tuscaloosa. We've been together for two years. His name is Griffin. If you ever hear me refer to him, I have a dog named Ella. I'm from Panama City Beach, Florida. And yeah, I feel like that's a lot about me at once, but I just wanted to kind of give you guys a rundown of who I am if you have no idea who I am, just so you can kind of figure out where I come from and all of that stuff. So I have been on YouTube for two and a half years now, which is crazy to think about. I will link my YouTube channel down in the show notes um, if you guys are not subscribed or if you just want to check out the channel. I will also always leave all of my like social media handles down below as well in the show notes and anything that I talk about throughout the episode so you guys can have quick access to it. That's enough about me for right now. I just wanted to kind of give you guys a rundown of who I am. So why I'm starting this podcast, I feel like YouTube is a great platform for showing your life and kind of giving a very 10 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute surface level of your 24 hour day. But I feel like there's a lot of times where I want to go really in detail about certain topics or just have really nice heart the hearts with my subscribers. So I really wanted to branch out with my brand and make a podcast so that you guys could consume my content without having to take time out of your day to do so. I love listening to podcasts when I'm on road trips, when I'm doing the dishes, laundry, folding laundry, cooking, cleaning, whatever it is. I love listening to podcasts um, and killing two birds with one stone and listening to them while I do other things. So I think that this is a really great medium for me to be on to kind of like just go more in detail about the things that I always want to talk about that I just feel like aren't really the right time and place for on YouTube. So also if I sound a little bit sick or sniffly or I clear my throat, I've been sick for like two weeks. So ignore that. Hopefully it'll be better by next week, but I'm so excited to be doing this. I am not positive on the upload day right now. I was originally planning on Mondays. But it depends on when this podcast gets approved. This first episode might go up on a different day, but I do kind of want to plan on Mondays being the release day. So 
definitely um, save this podcast or whatever and leave me a review if you enjoy it. But I don't want to talk too much in the beginning. Um, But yeah, I'm so excited to be starting this podcast. This has been in the works for quite some time. I want to give a quick shout out to ESM Creative. Her name is Emma. She designed my podcast cover and some of the branding for it. She also does the branding for the Gals on the Ghost podcast, which is with Brooke Michio and Danielle Carolyn. And I, she reached out to me a while ago, um, like a while, a while ago, like months and months ago. I don't remember when it was. I want to say it was like Christmas break last year or something and just asked if I ever like needed any work done to like reach out to her. I've been thinking about starting this podcast since probably about 10 months ago. Um, I really wanted to sit and think on it though, because I didn't want to just be throwing myself into something for the wrong reasons, just because it's what everyone's doing right now. I wanted to make sure that it was something that I would really be fine with setting time aside each week to do. And I wanted to like really think about where I wanted it to go, what I wanted to talk about and who I wanted to help and that kind of thing. Like I wanted to have a goal with it and not just be doing it to do it. So I definitely waited a little while to start it, but I think it was best for me to do that. But yeah, thank you so much to Emma for designing my logo. I really wanted it to have little lightning bolts to be like the letter Z. And I just really wanted to do like a blue and purple thing because I feel like there isn't a lot of blue and purple in the podcast art world. So I really like it. Thank you, Emma. So everything's going to be kind of trial and error experimenting with this first episode. I do have a few segments planned out. Um, this first one that I'm about to share with you guys right now is the quote of the day. And I just really want to share a quote with you guys. I've been actually adding quotes into all of my vlogs recently on YouTube um, just because I feel like it's something that adds value and I always want my content to be adding value in some way or another. And I feel like it's really easy to lose track of that on YouTube. So I really enjoyed adding quotes to my videos just to kind of add a little sprinkle of positivity into someone's day. And I just really think that me finding a quote to align with my podcast episodes will just really make the podcast episode resonate with you guys a little bit better and maybe inspire you a little bit more because quotes are great and I'm such a big quote girl. So today's quote of the day, I'm going to read to you guys. I love it because it is just perfect for today's episode and I just really think it will um, sit well with a lot of you guys. So the quote is, comparison kills creativity. There is room for you. Nobody can do it with your voice, with your experience, with your insight. And that is by Karen Walrond. And I found it on Pinterest where I found most of my quotes. So and it's probably where I'm going to be getting most of them for the show. This episode is all about the pursuit of passion and finding your purpose and how pursuing your passion and finding your purpose can change your life. I am such a huge advocate for living a purpose-filled life, pursuing your passion and all of that jazz because I feel like life is too short not to do what you were created to do on this earth and not to pursue the things that make you happy. So I really love this quote because I feel like a lot of times nowadays, especially in a very um, heavily media-based you know, world, everyone feels like that whenever they have a passion or an interest with something, they kind of feel like they don't have a right to do it in a sense. But you have the freedom to do and create whatever you want. You know, there is room for everyone. Everyone has lived a different life. Everyone has a different story to tell. There is room for you and what you have to say does matter. And I can promise you that someone out there is going to value whatever you are putting out into the world, whether it's something on an Etsy shop or a podcast or a YouTube channel or a TV show or literally whatever it is, a song, whatever your passion is someone out there is going to value and appreciate what you have to give into this world. Because if you are putting out that positive, I don't want to say energy, but if you are like making an effort to create something uplifting and positive, I believe that it's going to come full circle back to you. And I think that 
you as an individual have so much to offer because each one of our lives are completely different. So I really like that quote. I always try and start off with a quote and then kind of segment my way into goals and gratitude because I feel like this is a great way for me to kind of keep myself in check as well as maybe you guys if you are you know happen to be sitting next to a notepad when you're listening to this a way for you to write down your goals and gratitude and keep you guys in check as well so my goal for this week is to keep working towards maintaining a good balance between everything that I have on my plate with me adding a podcast to my very busy schedule um I know it's going to be a little bit of a challenge. I feel like I am always neglecting one area of my life and it kind of just rotates, whether it's neglecting my own self-care, neglecting my relationship, neglecting my fitness and health, rotating and neglecting something because I try to give 100% to so many different areas and it just doesn't work that way. So it's been a really big challenge for me this school year so far to balance everything I have going on. I told you guys earlier, I'm in a relationship. You know, I have friends. I have a part-time job at school. I'm a double major and pretty much a double minor and I, you know, have a YouTube channel and a podcast now. So I'm pretty freaking busy and I have a dog and my dog is the best thing ever. She's literally sitting next to me right now, just like chilling and being my little sidekick for this podcast. But yeah, I've really been struggling with, you know, doing all of that. And I also try and go to the gym three to four times a week. So I don't know. I'm trying to figure out that balance. And my goal is to just keep working towards that and prioritizing my time well and managing it well. And my gratitude for the week is for my amazing subscribers and my community. I already have like close to, if not a thousand followers on my Gen Z Girl podcast page. And I've literally posted one thing and I got a thousand followers before the podcast even started. So like, what the heck? Thank you guys. I'm so thankful for my YouTube community. I've just been overwhelmed with gratefulness and gratitude this week because you guys have really really just blown me away with all the support for this podcast episode and really just all the support along the way. I'm really behind on responding to Instagram DMs right now and it's breaking my heart that I can't get to a lot of them right away, but you guys always are just sending me the nicest stuff and there are haters out there always, of course, but you guys make everything worth it and I do all this for you. I am so close to you guys. Like there's some of you guys that I like DM on Instagram all the time um one girl I actually ran into the other night after I was studying at a coffee shop in Tuscaloosa I've met her one other time and she's been a subscriber for a while and we literally just sat outside and talked outside of the coffee shop for 30 minutes and that just like literally made my week I was like I feel so at home with my subscribers you guys are literally like my family and I wouldn't change it for the world like I had the best little community so Thank you if you're listening to this podcast because chances are if you are then you know you're probably a subscriber or you know me in some way or another. So just thank you for listening to me and just being awesome. I love you guys. (laughs) Okay so let's go ahead and dive right into the topic. So everything I'm going to say I'm really nervous that I'm not going to get everything out that I want to say but I have it planned out so I'm going to try and say as much as I can and I Hope and pray that I did not forget anything that I wanted to say because I feel like I could go on and on about this topic for so long. I just kind of want to talk about why it's so important to actively, you know, pursue your passion and to, you know, go out of your way to figure out what that passion is and then live your life um, implementing that passion into your life in some way or another because it truly will change your life. I am a firsthand example of that. And I just wouldn't trade my life for anything and the things I've been through for anything because I feel like everything I've been through has gotten me where I am today. So I just want to talk about that with you guys. A week ago, I actually met up with one of my friends from high school. Hi, Amy Lee. Um, I think you're probably listening to this. So hey. 
But she was one of my good friends in high school, and then she was also my roommate my freshman year of college. And we met up for the first time since being roommates our freshman year. And she was just talking to me, you know, like we were catching up, of course, and then we were talking a lot about just pursuing passion and her chasing her dreams and like what she wants to do and overcoming that fear of getting started because that is a very large hill to climb and a very large hill to get over. And I was just trying to kind of give her my insight into, you know, just biting the bullet and doing it. And I think really meeting up with her helped me a lot with what I want to say with this episode, even though I planned it like a month ago. There's a lot more that I definitely know I will be saying because of our conversation together. So yeah, going off of that, um, I kind of, all of my time in high school, I would say ever since I was probably about a sophomore, I felt, I don't want to say lost, but I felt a little bit misplaced. Um, I kind of felt really deep down inside that I was meant to be doing something so much more than just playing volleyball and taking all AP classes and, you know, just living the average high school lifestyle. I felt it deep inside of me that I was called to do so much more and that I had, you know, such a greater purpose aligned that was so much bigger than me. And I had no idea what it was, but I could just feel it in my gut that there was like something else I should be doing. Um, I have always really, really enjoyed writing and I've been watching YouTube since I was like 13 or 14. And I even watched it when I was little, but I have been watching like, you know, the OG YouTubers since I was like 13 or 14. But I started off with a blog and I don't even know if those are like public anymore, but I used to just write and that's kind of what I did. And it made me feel really good about myself, but it was really hard doing that in college or it was really hard doing that in high school because I felt like I was getting judged by it or for it but I just think that going I feel like I was always going through the motions day in and day out um most of my freshman year of college and all of high school I had no idea what was going on but I just felt like this really deep gut-wrenching feeling of not really being satisfied um and just feeling like I was unfulfilled I guess you could say so whenever I came to college I had a really rough freshman year I've talked a lot about this on my YouTube channel and I can definitely do a whole episode kind of on that if that is something you guys would want or at least part of an episode but I really really struggled just because it was you know obviously a big adjustment like it is for everyone but I quite literally just like did not really make any friends and it was really hard for me um going from you know my life in high school to just pretty much being like a little aunt at a big southern university and it was really hard for me going through all of that and I kind of felt throughout the year um, I would say probably around January of my freshman year of college, I was like, you know, I think I really want to start this YouTube channel now just because I had been wanting to start it since I was about 15 or 16, but I knew I would never do it in high school just out of fear of being judged and made fun of. So I waited until I was at college and no one really from home except for like a couple people were there to judge me and I just like didn't really care anymore at that point. I was at my lowest of lows and I just kind of realized that if I was going to do this, I didn't know what I was waiting for. You know, I was just like, what am I waiting for? Like, nothing's going to come fall out of the sky and tell me that this is the time and day that I need to start this YouTube channel. Like, I just need to get over it and do it. Granted, it's really hard to just tell yourself that. Um, so I just really want to give you guys a little bit of something that helped me a lot. If you're not religious, I still think this is a really good resource for you guys if you're trying to 
figure out what your passion is or if you're trying to figure out how to get over that fear of pursuing that passion, the book You Are Made for a God-Sized Dream is absolutely incredible. It really gave me that nudge and that push to go from being really scared and on the edge and like being ready to start it but being scared to actually starting my YouTube channel and following through with it and doing everything I needed to do, you know, to get it out there. And I just think there's a lot of good information in there that just makes you feel like what you have to offer is very like worthy and valuable of, you know, being listened to or being consumed or whatever. And it just really, really helped me a lot. So I will leave that link down below. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, whatever. Um, It was really helpful for me. And I actually had Amy Lee, my friend that I met up with at the coffee shop last week. We literally ordered it on Amazon when we were sitting at the coffee shop. I was like, you are not leaving this coffee shop until this book is ordered and sent to your place because you need to get it and I really just think it's really helpful so definitely check that out so I just want to quickly you know like say all of us are made for a unique purpose I think sometimes it's hard to believe that because you just get so used to going through the motions of every day and you're just like you know this is my life I go to work or I go to school I come home I do what I have to do to take care of myself and the people I care for and that's pretty much it but that's not really the case all of us are made for like for something special. It takes us kind of actively pursuing it and exploring what we love and don't love to kind of stumble across it. You know, for me, I loved watching YouTube videos from a young age and I kind of knew the very first YouTube video I watched, I knew deep down, like I was like, wow, this is totally something I would love to do one day. And ever since I had that thought when I watched my first YouTube video for fun, I knew I wanted to start a YouTube channel, but I just never really acted upon it until like five years later, which is so crazy and such a waste of time to wait that long. But um, until you really make an effort to figure out what that passion is and that purpose, you kind of just feel unfulfilled, unsatisfied and discontent because deep down you can like feel in your gut that you're not satisfied. And it's like this feeling of feeling like you should be doing more And it's really not the best feeling at all because you just feel so unfulfilled and it's not a good feeling. It's like an itch that doesn't go away and it's just sitting there in the back of your mind nagging you day in and day out. Whatever it is that like really makes you feel that way, maybe you've thought about starting an Etsy shop or, you know, mentoring people or, you know, creating a blog, a YouTube channel, a podcast or coaching people in something or just creating something, whatever it is. If there's something that you've thought about and the thought hasn't gone away, I can promise you that there's probably something for you in that and you don't need to leave it alone to just sit there. You should probably pursue it. Um, And don't freak out if you're listening to this and thinking to yourself, I have no clue what I'm passionate about, what I was made for. Like this is overwhelming me because I don't ever feel like there's something that more that I need to be doing. I'm perfectly fine with my life and I have no idea what I'm passionate about or what my purpose is. Um, I think that, you know, you kind of find it through different, going through different times of life. I think everyone finds theirs at a different age, like what their purpose and passion is. But your passion is typically something that you would enjoy doing day in and day out without getting paid. And you just do it out of the pure joy it brings you. Like for me doing YouTube, yes, it like pays my bills now. I never expected it to. But that's just what happened, and I would literally still keep doing it if I didn't make a penny. Like, I love doing it so much, and it's just what makes me feel so fulfilled at the end of the, at the, end of the day. 
sometimes people know, like, since they're a kid, you know, like, they're in kindergarten, and they're like, I want to be a nurse, and I'm going to be a nurse, and that is literally their calling, and, you know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy like a YouTube channel, like, don't think that, it's literally whatever makes you feel fulfilled and satisfied and feel like you have contributed towards something better, because I can promise you your purpose and your passion is going to involve something that has to do with helping other people, because, as humans, most of us, I would say like a very large percentage of us feel a lot more fulfillment in helping others. So a lot of times our passions have to do with something that we enjoy doing tied together with something that helps others, if that makes sense. So others, people like myself, though, have to reach absolute rock bottom to realize that they don't want to keep living the life they live and feeling the need to like do more and just need to take the plunge. That's literally what I did. I hit rock bottom. I knew exactly what I wanted to do and I was so scared to do it. And the second I took that step, my life literally, literally did a 180. I was depressed. I was sad. I was staying in my dorm every weekend, just binging Netflix and studying as much as I could and making A pluses because I had nothing freaking better to do with my time because I was so lonely and just felt so unfulfilled and I absolutely hated the feeling of going through the motions knowing that I could be doing more. The second I took that step and I recorded that first video and uploaded it on YouTube, my life changed forever. You know, now here I am with 80,000 subscribers, which no, that's not a crazy number, but it is to me. And I never expected to get over like 100, if that. It's just changed my life in so many ways. Um, you know, once you pursue that passion and pursue that purpose, your life changes because you become such a better person because, you know, you're happier. And when you're happier, it kind of like bleeds into all other areas of your life and you feel more motivation, you feel more inspired, you just feel happier in general. Your personality might even change a little bit. I became a little bit more outgoing as a person and less of an introvert once I started my channel. And my self-confidence, you guys, and my self-esteem, I was so scared of what people were going to have to say about me. I was so scared that, you know, people were going to judge me and that it was just going to tear me down. My self-confidence has never been better. I mean, yes, I have insecurities. I'm human, of course. But I can promise you the second you take that step to pursue whatever it is that you want to do, you're going to have so much more confidence because you're going to be so happy and you're going to know that what you're doing is what you were meant to do and knowing that that is the right thing and like what you should be doing nothing compares to that feeling nothing compares to that feeling of feeling so fulfilled and satisfied at the end of the day it just kind of brings this confidence and self-esteem with it and it's insane it's just crazy to me because I was so scared and now it's like, please just say whatever you want about me. Like, I literally don't care. And I think one thing that stops a lot of people is that fear. This is what I was talking to my friend Amy Lee about. You know, she was, she's scared of like what people, sorry if you don't want me to say this, Amy Lee, but she was scared of like what people are going to have to say about what she's doing. And, you know, I went through that same thing and that held me back for months was what people would say once they saw my Instagram post announcing that I was starting a YouTube channel let me just sit here and ask you, why are you basing your happiness, your purpose, what you were literally created to do, what's going to make you happy at the end of the day, based off of someone else's opinion, not even a fact, an opinion that someone else has? 
You are literally letting someone else's mere little opinion control what you're doing for your life. How does that make any sense? You know, life is too short to give others the time of day and the say so into what you're going to be doing with your life. You know, it is your life to live. It is not the other person's life to live. You know, it's your dream and your goal. And, you know, I just, it's just so messed up to me that people think poorly of people when they, you know, start a podcast or start a YouTube channel, because I think that you can tell when people start it for the wrong reasons, like money or fame or whatever. And you can tell when people start it out of like the genuine longing in their heart to do so and help people. There is room for everyone. Like we do not need to be sitting here, you know, criticizing people that are starting these YouTube channels. Like we need to be supporting them and like starting podcasts or starting an Etsy shop. I don't know why I keep saying Etsy shop, but Etsy shop, you know, we have to support these people. And do I think that everyone was meant to have a YouTube channel? No. Do I think a lot of people like genuinely need to be on YouTube because they have so much they could share? Yes. I just think that you wasting your time and putting off starting your goal is going to set you back so much. If I could tell you one thing that I regret the absolute most with, you know, building my brand and my YouTube channel, it is that I didn't start sooner. I wish I would have started in high school, but I mean, everything happens for a reason, but I like live my life in fear and I let other people's opinions control my happiness and what I wanted to do with my life for like five years. And I just don't want any of you guys to do that. So just know that yes, people are going to talk. It's inevitable and you can't really control that. You just kind of have to let people say what they want to say, but you have to realize that that is a reflection of that person. What people have to say about you is a reflection of the insecurities they have. It is a reflection of the dissatisfaction they have with themselves and their lives. It is not a reflection of who you are and you have to be strong and confident in who you are at the end of the day. And, you know, that confidence will build up with time as you do pursue your passion because you're just going to become so comfortable with it. And I just don't want you guys to live a life of fear and be worried about what people are going to say and let that hold you back from starting whatever your passion is or pursuing it because it's just like it's a waste of time and it's just not good to let other people's opinions control your life. So as far as finding your passion goes, we're lucky to live in a world with content literally overflowing at our fingertips. You know, there's so many influential and inspiring podcasts, books, blogs, mentors, articles, YouTube channels, whatever that we have easy and usually free access to. Um, Luckily, though, all it takes sometimes is hearing others talk about their passions or just listening to a few inspiring podcasts or tech talks to kick your mind into that high gear and really dig deep into your heart, mind and soul to discover what you're passionate about. A lot of the times it is something that we already are spending our time doing. Um, Like I said earlier, I have been watching YouTube videos for a while before I realized, you know, this is kind of like what I think I was made to do. Um, It was my favorite pastime for the longest time. It always made me feel so inspired and happy after I would watch videos. And I just think that things that make you really happy and that you just enjoy doing, you know, no matter how tired you are and, you know, you may think about as soon as you wake up in the morning or when you go to bed at night, it probably has something to do with your passion. And like I said, it probably has something to do with helping people just because a lot of us get that fulfillment from helping others, especially us females. Like for me, I was at my lowest of lows in college and I realized I could be sharing everything I was going through and helping the thousands millions of girls that were in the same position I was in you know like I knew that I needed to say something and you know 
in order to kind of find your passion, it is really hard if you are really busy, you know, or you're a mom or, you know, you've just got a really busy schedule and you don't really think that anything you're doing is something that you would enjoy. Um, typically it is something you are good at. Like I've always loved being like a news anchor, like in middle school and in elementary school for like the morning announcements. I used to say I wanted to be a today show host is like my dream job and dream career when I was little. So I've always loved known that I like love to talk and like talk in front of people. And I always did like speech competitions, um, in elementary school and everything. So I've always had that passion for like writing and creating that content to like help other people. So I knew that that could branch into a bunch of different things, such as YouTube or a podcast. But you kind of just have to sit down and think to yourself, what do you like to spend your free time doing? You know, is it exercising? Like if it's exercising, could you maybe put a little bit more work in the exercising, record your workouts, post them on Instagram, make a fitness guide, get certified in personal training and take off with that? You know, what makes time feel like it's stopped? Like I feel like time is just like, Everything else in my life is on pause when I'm sitting in front of my computer editing a video or when I'm sitting down recording a video. I'm not thinking about my schoolwork. I'm not thinking about the a thousand things on my to-do list when I'm doing YouTube things. And, you know, like what leaves you with that fulfillment and happy feeling and not that dragged down, mentally drained, lethargic feeling? There's something out there for all of you. And I encourage you to maybe find it by stepping outside of your comfort zone. Chances are, if there's nothing that really makes you feel really happy and not so mentally drained, like when I do YouTube, it gets me going, you know, like it's like a turn on almost like it's so just, I don't know, it just gives me an adrenaline rush almost. And I never feel drained after doing anything for YouTube. And if you don't have anything that makes you feel that way, or there's nothing that you enjoy doing in your free time. You just need to step out of your comfort zone. That just means that you're kind of in a place of, you know, neutrality where you're not really doing anything to challenge yourself and you're also not really doing anything to not challenge yourself. So I think that great things come out of comfort zones. You know, nothing grows inside of comfort zones. That's another quote I really like a lot. So sometimes it just takes getting a little bit uncomfortable to realize what you really like, you know. And for those of you that are busy, it could be something you know, like what would you do for the rest of your life and not get paid for, like I said, but still enjoy it? Like what would that one thing be? Like if you didn't, if you had your busy schedule, like if you kept that busy schedule, what could you do with that busy schedule that, you know, you wouldn't have any complaints about? Those are just some kind of thought provoking questions I wanted to throw at you guys. I'm not the best at helping, you know, you think of your passion because I don't know your life and I don't know what you're going through and everything, but I think asking those questions may get you to sit down and think about what it is that you really enjoy doing. Um, as far as the actual process of pursuing your passion goes, once you you know, realize what that passion is, pursuing it's hard because that's where the fear kicks in and everything. Um, and that's where you kind of have to start prioritizing your time and you know, making some trade-offs and making some sacrifices. I've read lots of self-help books that can just like tell you to quit your day job and follow your dreams and the rest will fall into place. And it's honestly such crap because no money isn't everything, but you at least need to like work your normal job, whatever you're doing right now. Or if you're a student, keep being a student, like don't drop out of school to pursue your passion because you have to have a plan. Like you can't, like who knows, maybe this passion, you think it's your passion, but you actually end up not liking it once you start doing it all the time. Um, you don't want to just like put all your eggs in one basket. You know what I mean? You know, it's kind of like it starts as that side hustle and then it kind of becomes a full-time thing. 
But for me, it's like still technically my side hustle because I'm a full-time student, but it's also a full-time job. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Just whatever you do, don't quit your job to pursue your passion. Like if it is like written in the stars and you know exactly what that passion is and you're like, I have to stop everything so I can do this. I promise you there's a way to make it work while doing everything else you have going on. It's best to keep making the money and then gradually start getting into doing your passion because a lot of times the best way to live life is to like find a passion or something you're passionate about that you love doing but also generates an income because then it's like you're not working like everyone says it shouldn't feel like work sometimes your passion doesn't involve making money but this is for those of you where it probably does involve making money don't quit your day job guys (laughs) you know whenever I was starting my uh YouTube channel I was actually a podcast I was a podcast wow okay Whenever I was about to start my YouTube channel during my fall semester of college and like one month of my spring semester, I was actually a hostess in college at Outback Steakhouse. Um, I saved some money from that and I made a lot of money from selling my clothes on Poshmark, shout out to Poshmark, and told myself if I quit, I needed to fill my extra time outside of, you know, not being a hostess anymore with pursuing my dream. Um, Once I quit my job, I started my channel like two months later. And I never expected an income from YouTube anytime soon or if it like really any at all. But I knew that starting my channel in March, I would be putting that time that I was spending, you know, at my whatever part-time job into my passion and building that YouTube channel. And I saved up my money from like work and then I had my birthday. So I like asked for my birthday money early, which really wasn't that much. And I just bought my camera. Um... And it was the Canon G7X Mark II. So I bought that so I could start my YouTube channel. And you want to be able to have like that financial peace of mind so that the stress from finances and stuff doesn't get in the way um, or take away from pursuing your passion, you know. So you have to kind of make a plan for pursuing your dream or your passion. Um, There's a lot of resources for doing so. You know, you can look it up on YouTube, listen to podcasts, read blogs, whatever to help inspire you and get you started. You have to give it all you've got, even if it means coming home from work to work some more on your side hustle and your dream and your passion. You know, I was obviously a full-time student, still am, and I come home, I'm exhausted. All I want to do is kick my shoes off and lay my butt on the couch. But I know that I have a video due for a sponsorship, and I know that I need to get a video up for my subscribers. So my butt goes back to the office room, and I am editing videos, and it takes sacrifices, you know, like I don't have that much of a social life. And yeah, sometimes I get FOMO, fear of messing out, whatever. When I see some of my friends who are going out like three nights a week, but when I think about how happy it makes me to be doing what I'm doing and that it's literally just like technically my job, I hate calling it my job, but it's technically my job. You know, I kind of like just come back to reality and I'm like, this is everything to me. So it's fine for me to be making those sacrifices. Just know that it may take some sacrifices You can't get upset and get beat down that you have less free time because if you are going to school or working full time and you're also working on a side hustle, you know, it's obviously going to take away from some free time and it's going to require making sacrifices. And just to like kind of, you know, reiterate some things, I guess, what I've grown up hearing is to do something you love so that it never feels like work. Um, For some people, you know, that works and others it doesn't. But when a passion becomes a job for some people like myself, it starts to feel more like work and less of an enjoyable hobby or side hustle. Because I tried doing YouTube full-time this past summer and I enjoyed it a lot less than when I enjoy it like whenever I'm at school. 
just because it felt so much like work because it was the only thing I had going on. So it didn't feel like a side hustle or a hobby since it wasn't like what I was going to to escape. It just literally was my everyday life. Um, I was treating it like work instead of a hobby since I wasn't, you know, filling my day with like an internship or a traditional job. And that was my first time ever not working since I was like 15 during the summer. And I really, right now, I prefer YouTube being my side hustle. But now that I'm starting a podcast, I could totally see, you know, like having my own business one day, having the podcast, having my YouTube channel and just having a bunch of different mediums. Um, And then, you know, obviously like one of my dreams is like to just start my own business. I don't know what, but you know, doing that, if I have more on my plate, it would be fine. But I just wanted to let you guys know that like sometimes doing just that one thing doesn't really feel the best because it starts to feel like work and that's totally normal. But in my eyes, I think that if you can find something you're passionate about and find a way to monetize it and capitalize on it, um, that's a great way to go. But even if it's like five cents a year for like two years and then it takes off, like it's going to take time for it to make money, but you can't be in it for the money. But I do want to let you know that a lot of the times your passions, they do have a way of being monetized. You know, like if you are someone that, you know, mentors people a lot, then maybe you should, you know, be a counselor. (laughs) So it's just like stuff like that. There's opportunity within your passion, I guess is what I'm saying. Like I didn't even realize when I was starting a YouTube channel that making money was really going to be possible. Like I thought that that was only something that happened if you got like a million subscribers or something. So when I got that first AdSense paycheck, I was like, wait, what? So once I like got my channel monetized and everything, I was just like, this is really weird. But you can't do it for the money. But please understand that a lot of times there is opportunity within within that passion. So now I just want to kind of wrap up by saying pursuing your passion. Once you discover it, it's going to seriously change your life in a number of ways. You know, you'll feel so much happier at the end of the day knowing you're for you're like actually fulfilling your calling and your purpose. And for me, I struggled so much with self-confidence, like I said, and it stemmed from that feeling of feeling unfulfilled and feeling like I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. So I just kind of like felt like I wasn't enough because I wasn't fulfilling what I knew I should be doing. And also because I used to like compare myself to people so much and, you know, comparison is literally the thief of joy and it will kill you. I catch myself comparing myself to people so much less frequently now because I'm so much more confident in who I am and what I have going for me. I think that when you pursue your passion, like I said, it just gives you this aura of like just absolute like strength and confidence because you owe it to yourself to be confident and proud of yourself. You know what I mean? Like you overcame that fear of pursuing your passion and you are chasing your freaking goals. You are no longer living a prisoner to just like a nine to five life or to a school day like you chose to go out of your way and make this passion and dream of yours a reality so why the heck would you not like be proud of yourself and carry that confidence like you deserve to be confident if anything I just I don't know I just became so confident in who I am and what I was doing and shamelessly worked on YouTube and promoted myself and worked so hard to upload multiple times a week because I knew I was helping people and I knew how it made me feel deep down to be helping people. And with that passion does come fulfillment, like I've said, and with that fulfillment comes the confidence and happiness. And of course, there's going to be downtimes where things suck and you're questioning everything. That's part of life. But I can promise you that 
all the good days are going to way outnumber the bad days with it and that your overall self-esteem, your work ethic, oh my gosh, your work ethic is going to completely change. And the amount of time you have in a day, it's going to seem like you do so much more in a day. And your contentment overall is just going to skyrocket because you're devoting yourself to and you're committing yourself to what you're made to do. And overall, it's just going to make your relationships in life and your friendships in life better. And it's just going to help you blossom into the person you are meant to be through all of the trials and errors that come with that. It's just really important to be persistent in pursuing your passion and giving it all you've got in the beginning because like you can't be 50% with it. You know what I mean? You've got to give it 110%. I told myself before I started, I am not doing this unless I'm going all in. You know, I'm not just going to wade in the shallow end, you know, wade with my toes in the water at the shore. I am diving head first into like 12 feet deep water. Like I am going for it. And I have not missed a week of uploading a video on YouTube. I've uploaded every single week at least once since I started my channel two and a half years ago. And that's not going to change. Like, I love doing it and being consistent is going to help you see results with it if that's what you're wanting to see. And being consistent is just going to help you become better at it. So it's really important to give it your all because chances are you're not really maximizing your returns if you know what I mean I'm definitely talking from an economic standpoint here but you're not maximizing your returns if you're not giving it all you've got you know if you're giving 50% you're gonna only get 50% and then some with results and just be sure to surround yourself with people who support you because for the longest time I surrounded myself with people who didn't really encourage or inspire me and I almost felt worse hanging around them um and once I pursued my passion my like change personality I guess you could say and change self-esteem kind of started attracting people who inspired me to be better and do better so I highly encourage you know like going and getting coffee once a week with someone that inspires you and helps you be better and encourages you and supports you through everything because I think that's really important so I think that's everything I wanted to say about pursuing passion I really hope it helped you guys I do want to go ahead and ease into the Q&A segment now, I asked you guys on my Instagram story to ask me questions about pursuing passion. And I asked this on the Gen Z Girl podcast Instagram page, not my regular one. So if you want to participate in asking questions, definitely be sure to head over and follow that. So I'm just going to answer a couple questions really quickly and then we can wrap it up. So this first question is, how do you know if you truly want to pursue something or if it's just you settling for less? That is such a great question. I think that you kind of just know deep down, you know, you will feel if you're settling because when you're settling, you're constantly thinking about what else is there, you know, like what else is there outside of this? I think of that all the time. Like if I'm settling like with, you know, a friendship or if I'm just settling in my effort in the gym or something, I'm constantly thinking about how much better things could be if I was doing something else. So I think that if you're sitting there thinking about that a lot, like, you know, like, oh, I wonder what it would be like if this was happening or if I was doing this instead. You're probably settling if you're thinking about that. Usually when you're pursuing something that you're passionate about, like I said, it's going to inspire you and you're going to be like craving more and wanting more. So that's kind of how I distinguish between. This question is, does a purpose or passion always have to be profitable? My initial thought is no. What do you think? So I kind of touched on this already, so I'm not going to stay on this question for long. I also don't think that it has to be profitable. I think there's a lot out there that people can do that's not necessarily something that creates a podcast and that you just do out of the goodness of your heart. But I was just trying to emphasize earlier that a lot of times 
people don't realize it because they're just so consumed in, you know, doing whatever they're doing that there is opportunity to make money in what they're pursuing. Um, and I don't, I hate, I hate that I keep saying like and talking about money because it's not about that. But I just never want anyone to just miss that opportunity, I guess. And a lot of times whenever things, um, you know, start having a price on them and money gets involved, that's kind of like when you start to grow because it motivates you more in a sense. But I think that there's a lot of purposes and passions out there that don't have to do with making money. And that's totally okay. Um, As long as you have, you know, a career that you love, I think that you can do whatever you want. What are some things you can do to help you start discovering your passion? So I would start with like reading books, listening to podcasts about it. Um, you can like Google a lot on it and it helps a lot. Honestly, there, I just, I truly believe like that everyone is created for a purpose and like, you know, was made for something bigger than themselves just because, you know, I'm a Christian and I just believe that. But I think that knowing that and, you know, asking for that guidance and prayer and everything with, you know, making the podcast and, you know, making the YouTube channel and everything really helped a lot. So I think that, you know, prayer or if you're not religious, meditation can help a lot with, you know, really centralizing your focus. So there's a couple questions about what do you do when it feels like the purpose you were pursuing is no longer for you. And, you know, like, what do you do when your purpose is like no longer your purpose? I do think that in some cases, you know, your purpose kind of changes through different seasons of life and, you know, it kind of just changes as your life changes and that's okay. I think it's, you have to be ready to accept that some things aren't meant to be anymore and you have to be ready to find out what that next step is for you. I think being open to the change is really important and just accepting if something isn't meant to be for you any longer, then it's just not meant to be. Like, you are not tied down to it. This question is about pursuing a career you're so passionate about but won't make the best money. And then it has teacher in parentheses. So my mom is a teacher. My grandma was a teacher. And I kind of want to be a college professor long term if, like, all my other goals don't work out. It's kind of like my fallback plan. Um, I think that... You have to be doing something because you love it. You can't do it for the money. Like you're going to make things work if you're a teacher not making a lot of money or if you're a waitress not making a lot of money. You're going to find a way to make things work. Is money the answer to happiness? No. Does money make you happy? Not necessarily. But I do think that having money does make you less stressed, which in turn can, you know, make you a little bit less unhappy if you're not as stressed. But I think that if you know that you're passionate about something, you need to pursue that head on no matter what the salary and what the number is attached to that. Because at the end of the day, you're going to make it work if it's something that, you know, you enjoy doing. And if you're passionate about something, like why would you live the rest of your life doing something just because, you know, you get to live a little bit better of a lifestyle versus, you know, actually enjoying going to work every day, well, almost every day. And not making as much money. You know what I mean? You have to think about it long term. A lot of people are asking about hobbies. Like people just don't really know what they like to do. Um, I'm just going to keep going back to get out of your comfort zone. You know, ask a friend to go do something you haven't done before. Start, you know, exercising or working out or, 
you know, ask a friend to go to a coffee shop with you and just have like a chat with them if you haven't done that before. Start journaling and get your thoughts moving so that you can kind of explore your mind and where it's wandering and what it's wanting to do. I think that once you kind of start doing things you're uncomfortable doing, you kind of start to realize what you do and don't like. That is all the questions I'm going to answer for today. I feel like this podcast is 90 years long and I'm so sorry. I'm going to try and be better about timing it but I truly had no idea how long this was going to take so thank you guys so much for listening it means the world to me be sure to leave a review and um, if you have any podcast recommendations like for episodes definitely head over to the Facebook group and join that and let me know or go to the Instagram page I will have all of it linked and seriously I thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to listen to this it means the world to me and I hope you guys enjoyed it I will see you guys. Well, not see you guys because this isn't a YouTube video. I will chat with you all in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Gen Z Girl Podcast.